Hi, I'm Andrew Priestley, and uh, welcome to the podcast called Manage Your Money. And we're at episode 24, and we've been talking about limiting beliefs, and or we look, we've been looking at the reasons why you can't manage your money. And I've said that there's two reasons. Number one is legitimate reasons, okay, or self-imposed limitations. And I gave some examples about, you know, that a lot of times the way you think and behave around money is, is totally made up. Okay. My grandparents um, lived through World War One, And along with their children, my parents, they also lived through the Great Depression of the 1930s. And then they hit World War Two, And then they went through post-war uh, 1940s and 1950s where even in the mid-1950s, they were still on food stamps and rationing, okay? They had a much better time in the 1960s, but then they struggled through a recession of 1970s and then again 1980s, right? Now, you know, mum, some people remember um, Black Friday in 1987, for example, okay? So I'm sure that a lot of their beliefs and their worries and concerns and behaviours around money rubbed off on me when I was growing up. Not even consciously, but I'm sure I was influenced by how they thought and felt about money. And, you know, even though the Second World War was at least 15 years older, uh, sorry, even though the Second World War was about 15 years o- fifteen years over when I was a child, um. We still had to eat everything on our plate. You know, we were still living like we're on food rationing. <laughs> Can you believe that, right? You know, um, mum would go shopping and she would choose very carefully. And when she made a, a meal, we were taught you've got to eat everything. There were no snacks. Uh, there were no fast food treats in between meals, right? Because um, what was put on your plate, you had to eat, you know? And sometimes I still eat like I'm on post-war rations, my kids say. These days in many cultures, it's polite and healthy to leave some food on your plate. You know, um, if you've been to the Middle East, it's polite to leave food on the plate. Okay, If you clean your plate, they give you more. Right? So it's important to review and adjust your childhood beliefs and automatic behaviours. Just think around, what am I do automatically around money? What do I think automatically around money, you know? So I'm sure that you've got influences like mine, you know, that underpin your relationship with money that need a review too, okay? The economy changed by the time I became a parent, okay? Our kids have no concerns about spending money, about wasting money. I really worry about wasting money. I still worry about wasting money, right? But that's the generation I was brought up in. It's the beliefs that I have around money and the behaviours. I worry about wasting money. I don't waste money, right? But my kids buy whatever they want, whenever they want, and they throw stuff away. You know, they'll wear a jumper once or twice and throw it away. I've got a jumper that I've got in my cupboard, uh, which is 30 years old. It's one of my favourite jumpers. And my kids say, can I buy you a jumper, Dad? No, no, I've got a great jumper in there. (laughs) I'm sure that's just a product of my upbringing around money. Do I want it or need it? You know, (laughs) would I be wasting money if I bought a new jumper? You know, 
And even though I've got enough money right now, you know, I'm still very careful about what I buy and what I throw away. My friend Ken, he's a financial advisor and he says there are two types of investors, for example, those who invest because of fear, they fear losing what they've got right now, and those who invest because of optimism and opportunity, so they get excited about gaining more. Well, I'm probably the former. I'm probably the, the investor who fears losing what I've got right now. But I admire a famous entrepreneur who said he had two goals in life, and that was one to make his fortune, and the other one was to double it. So he's probably more the latter, the excitement about gaining more. But I grew up believing if you want something, you work for it. But the people on this TV show that I watched called uh, Life on Benefits resent that they have to work for money. You know, they believe that the government owes them a living. They believe that, um, you know, they shouldn't have to pay their way. They believe that uh, they should be fully supported by people who do work through their taxes. And they don't understand people who get upset when they say, you know, you're capable of working, why don't you go out and work? Oh, we can't get a job. And yet I meet people all over the world who've come from very, very impoverished uh, communities who've gone out and found work. Right. If you grow up in an environment like that, it's very hard, though, to change that mindset. So if you grow up in an environment where everyone's um, on welfare, nobody wants to work, you believe in handouts, you believe that someone's got to support you, it's pretty hard to change that mindset. So on the next podcast, I'm going to talk about your mindset or your mental software around money.